You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. The serious side of the J. Rao Show is coming up next right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. 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 No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out. No more, boys will be boys. No more, I'll say something next time. No more, why didn't she tell anyone? No more, she was flirting with him. No more, she's too smart to let that happen. No more, not my problem. No more, he didn't mean it. No more, why doesn't she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry. No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more, she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more careful. No more, we don't talk about that. No more bystanding. No more ignorance. No more excuses. No more. No more. No more. WWE Superstar Big Show here to tell you if you've been drinking, get a ride. Take a cab. Find another safe way to get home. Cops all across the country are cracking down on drunk driving. They will see you before you see them. Drive sober or get pulled over. Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best. Hey, 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 good If you're ready, map of the south. Let's do this. I'm telling you, I am first. Very honored that you joined us tonight. He has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in Mr. Alan Sarrow right away. Hey, how are you, Kathleen? You know what? I'm going to make you do what you do, man. Man, what's crack a baby? What's crack a It's time for the serious side of the J. Rowe Show. Don't try to call me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Network. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Windsor Johnston. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo held talks with leaders in Saudi Arabia earlier today. He discussed security issues with the Saudi king and Saudi foreign minister in Riyadh. Pompeo says the U.S. is prepared to pull out of the Iran nuclear deal next month if a stronger agreement cannot be reached. Unlike the prior administration, we will not neglect the vast scope of Iran's terrorism. It is indeed the greatest sponsor of terrorism in the world, and we are determined to make sure it never possesses a nuclear weapon. Pompeo is on a three-day tour of the Middle East. Today, he's visiting Israel. The BBC's Tom Bateman reports Iran's nuclear ambitions are also expected to dominate talks in Jerusalem. The key point on the agenda for Mike Pompeo is he visits what our key allies of the U.S. in the Middle East is about Iran. What these countries share with the U.S. is their belief that Iran is trying to entrench itself to embolden its regional and strategic position. They see that as a threat. And Mr. Pompeo comes just a fortnight before that crucial decision by President Trump about whether or not he will renew the U.S.'s place in the Iran nuclear deal. The BBC's Tom Bateman reporting Pompeo will also travel to Jordan. This is his first overseas trip as Secretary of State. North Korea is expected to close its main nuclear test site next month. That's according to the South Korean government. 
NPR's Elise Hugh reports Pyongyang is also pledging to allow international security experts to see the facility. The timing for a nuclear site shutdown comes out of South Korea's presidential office following Kim's historic summit with South Korean President Moon Jae-in on Friday. The site is Pungye-ri in northern North Korea, where the Kim regime has flouted international rules six times to test nuclear devices underground. Kim reportedly told Moon not only that he would invite in security experts, but also journalists to observe the dismantling. According to the Blue House, Kim further said that once the U.S. and North Korea start talking, the U.S. will know that he is, quote, not a type of person to fire nuclear weapons at South Korea, the Pacific, or the U.S. A date and venue for a summit between Kim and President Trump hasn't yet been set. Elise Hugh, NPR News, Seoul. The Federal Reserve's Federal Open Market Committee will begin two days of meetings Tuesday. Steve Beckner reports. Having just raised the key federal funds rate a sixth time in March, the Fed is likely to delay further rate hikes. But the meeting will give Chairman Jerome Powell and his colleagues a chance to take fresh stock of economic and financial conditions. Their Wednesday afternoon policy statement could set the stage for another quarter-point move as soon as June. This is NPR News. Coming up next on the serious side. No more war. That was one of the headlines coming out of Friday's summit, which frankly was a little light on detail, but very strong on message. Kim Jong-un becoming the first North Korean leader since the Korean War to step foot in South Korea, crossing over the DMZ to greet his host, the South Korean president, Moon Jae-in. Throughout a carefully choreographed day, the 33-year-old North Korean leader, according to experts we spoke to in our own observations, handled himself pretty well. Remember, this is the first time that he has been on the international live stage. We are graced with Sarah's presence tonight. I have to say, I'm a little starstruck. I love you as Aunt Lydia and The Handmaid's Tale. Mike Pence, if you haven't seen it, you would love it. Kanye West's return to Twitter showcased support for President Trump. According to media reports and others, this jury of seven men and five women has reached a verdict. We hope to learn what that verdict is in the next few minutes now that they're being called back into the courtroom. Uh, this jury has deliberated for 14 hours and 20 uh, Tina, we're, we're just being told that he has been convicted on all three counts. So all three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Uh, punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Welcome to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show with Dr. Princess Odilia, Kathleen Williams, Mr. Jerome Esprit, and Mr. L.E.S. Now here is your host, J. Ryle. Good Sunday morning to you folks. Today is April 29th, 2018, and you're in tune to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. And it's best, of course, like the man said, my name is Jay. I am your host for this morning's festivities, as always. And we love and we appreciate the fact that you spend your time with us. But as always, I never share the stage by myself. 
Let me introduce you to the man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side. The one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, sir. And how are you doing this morning? Doing outstanding, Mr. Elias. Glad that you are in the house. We have a lot to talk about. Dr. Princess Aldea, she's traveling this morning, so she will not uh, be here. Miss Kathleen Williams, stop it. Miss Kathleen Williams, uh, she did say she's going to be gone for the whole month of April, so hopefully she'll be back next Sunday. And of course, our uh, our guy, the one and only Mr. Jerome Spree from SpreeRadio.net, he usually joins us after his Clear Channel radio commitment. And of course, Johnny D, our resident texter, should be checking in as always. But once again, another Number is 347 You can be a part of the conversation. If you are a person that's shy and you don't want to talk to us, you can always communicate with us through our chat room and or through social media sites that we monitor. And I'm getting stuff in already saying that they, there's no chat room, but I'm pretty sure it's open. It's open. Guys, keep trying. Okay, well, get in, guys. People are telling me I've received three different messages, including from the pastor, saying he can't get in. All right, so anyway, it's there. provisions in there right now. Okay, all right. Well, it's open, folks. Just keep trying. All right, 347-850-1272. Who else is in there? That's Jackie. Thoughts for vision. Okay, all right. All right, well, maybe she has a secret code, the Da Vinci code, to get into our chat room. Just keep trying, folks. You can definitely get in. 347-850-1272. A lot to get into this morning. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about North and South Korea. What's going on with that? We're going to also do another edition of Your Thoughts, Please, where we try to get as many topics in uh, in the second set as possible before the bell goes off. And, of course, last but certainly not least, we're going to talk about what happened this past week with Bill Cosby. What a fall from grace. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Let's get straight into the conversation, Ms. Delias. North and South Korea this past week. They met, the two leaders met and shook hands. They met in the DMZ. One, the South Korean leader walked into I'm sorry, the North Korean leader walked over into South Korea and then, you know, then they then the South uh, Korean president did the same. And so now they set down a signed treaty saying that it is their intent to bring the Korean War to an end, which a lot of people, including myself, did not know that that mm-hmm. war did not officially end. Well, now right. guess what? They're signing, they're signing declarations saying that we're going to bring this to an end. And so the million-dollar question here is, how much credit do we give Trump for this? Because, you know, this is his story. No matter how you look at it, how much credit do we give the current president for where we are with this situation, Mr. Elias? Uh, I guess you got to give him some, but it's historic. But uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I read uh, a while back that they that the war never ended because they were uh, very upset. I think it was North Korea was very upset with the United States because they caved in, and I guess they're at the time they're. Uh, uh, their their president wanted to uh, be the head man of everything, so he he, he refused to sign. But um, I guess you got I guess his sanctions had something to do with it. So you, I guess you got to give him some credit to it. But um, it's historic that they that they are talking and that they ended the war. But I still want to see what Kim Jong Un is going to do with those those nukes, man. He still got those nukes. And he's not scared. Well, to you use heard them. in the news report. 
when you heard in the news report, they agreed they're going to shut down their main facility. And keep in mind that that war can't come to an end. The U.S. has to play a role in this, right? So the U.S. has to be at the table based on the historical, what you talked about just a few minutes ago. So the U.S. still has to be involved. They have to play a critical role. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I was almost prepared to get into a full-blown argument with you about this because the bottom line is, is that you can say what you want. Look, I do not like President Trump. Let's make sure I am on the record for that. I'm not my president. Comment. Well, I remember reading a comment uh, three three shows ago, three weeks ago, and someone talked about me, something about you know Jerome needling me or something, and because I'm always on the other side. And let me make sure I say this again for the record. When I necessarily argue the other side, that don't necessarily mean that I agree with what they're saying. What I'm trying to do is bring it to the forefront so then we can have a discussion about it. Whether you agree or disagree, whatever, I bring it to the table so that I don't represent that position. Trust me, I will tell you if I represent something. But because I mentioned something that the other side is saying doesn't necessarily mean I agree with it. Getting back to this, I've digressed. Bottom line is I don't like President Trump. He's funny. I enjoy watching him. That's my guilty pleasure because I think he's one of the stupidest people on the face of the planet, but he is funny. But at the end of the day, you have to give this man some credit for this because, you know, everyone else had taken this approach of, well, you know, the bottom line is we're going to take this approach. We're not going to, you know, give, you know, uh, North Korea what they want is they want to be considered a legitimate nation, right? They want to be seen as an equal because they have nuclear weapons. But at the end of the day, you know, most presidents, most of his predecessors were like, no, we need to make sure that we have a diplomatic uh, uh, diplomatic talks going on beneath the president. Because once it gets to the president, it, it, there's nowhere else for it to go. So if these talks fail, or if this information, if this whole thing doesn't work, then what option does the president have outside of a military option? So I think that's one of the reasons why people – and other presidents were like, nah, we're not going to give them that. They're going to have to work their way up to get to the big dog. But on the other hand, Ms. Elias, maybe it was because they said, man, you know, we have a nut on the other end. And this guy is, you know, so maybe it was the boy who cried wolf, right? Maybe North Korea kept talking crazy to the United States of America and all our allies because they felt that the U.S. is going to take this cautious approach because they don't want to, rock the boat, mm. but then they get a guy in that's just as nuts as the one that's in North Korea, and North Korea saying, well, wait a minute. Maybe this fool will blow us off the face of the planet. Maybe we need to straighten up. So I think we have to give the guy some credit, Mr. Elias. I think we have to give him more than enough credit, because once again, it could be a situation where you're saying, hey, that's a nutball over there. Right? I think I think the sanctions is, uh, is is pretty much what did it, Jay. But those sanctions. When you start, wait a minute, Mister. You start somebody, but he won't. Those sanctions were in place before. Nah, like nah. I mean, they they're starving yes, them out. They're starving. Elias, I mean, we have been, Mister. Elias. The U.S. has been doing this for a very long time, Mister. Elias. Mm-hmm. If you go and look at some of the satellite imagery imagery of of North Korea. You can go back and look at it from 2016, 15, 14, 13. You'll see that there are some lights right there around the Capitol, and the rest of the freaking the rest of the country's dark. 
They've been punishing okay. them with sanctions for years. Okay. Now, maybe you're right. Maybe it's coming to a head. But I'm telling you, man, this is nothing new. Matter of fact, I was listening. I was reading uh, something, and they were saying that, you know, outside of Donald Trump talking crazy and being stupid, he's pretty much following the Obama playbook or the Obama doctrine when it comes to North Korea. Okay. Right? But, so nothing's okay. really changing, per se. One thing about crazy people I realize, Jay, they don't care. One crazy person gets another crazy person. One of them's not going to back down. Crazy don't back down, man. They never do. Well, no, no, hold on. Well, see, I disagree with that. Then let me tell you what the deal is. I'm, it's, it's just like, you know, and I'll tell a quick story here, and I don't want to bore you guys to death. But I'll tell you a real quick story because I believe when you talk crazy, let's just change it to the B word, bully. You know, you have bullies. Bullies are bullies until they're confronted. I remember when I was a young soldier in the military, and it's story time by, you know, J. Ralph. Uh, I was a young young soldier in the military. I had just joined the military. We had this guy, man, that was just, he was a bully. People were scared of this guy. I mean, they were really petrified of this dude. He looked like a big old black Herman monster, and he used to go around beating up on folks and doing all types of crazy stuff. So so what happened was I we were living in the barracks and um you know at this time this is my this is my first wife we weren't married then but we were in, we were you know dating we was very serious so I'm in my room and so she runs around in my room and says hey Jay this guy was in the toilet stall watching me take a shower so I'm like uh oh so I run around there and I'm saying you know what's up I didn't confront him but I was talking loud enough so, you know, people can hear me, right? Now, I, I was like, no, I'm not going to mess with this dude because he's a big guy. And so he got wind of me talking mess. And so he cornered me in the hallway and said, hey, man, he said, you talking crazy about me. I'm going to beat your tail. And tell ass, I'm scared. So let me tell you, man. So I'm trying to figure out ways to avoid this guy. I'm like, dude, I, this dude is going to beat my tail. It's going to be crazy. But I always had people around me. So one day I'm in the bathroom, Miss Delius, and I'm by myself, and I heard the door close. And guess who it was? I said, uh-oh, it is judgment day. And he said, yeah, you've been running. He said, but it's over now. And me and him got into a fight. He swung and missed, and I clocked him upside his head, knocked him out, Miss Delius. People heard the commotion. They came and broke us up. All of a sudden, I'm the big dog. And so that guy's, what the whole point of the story is, that guy was terrorizing people until he ran up. Now, I wasn't a bully, but he ran up against somebody that wasn't scared. Well, I was scared of him. He was really lucky. But my point is, is that when you confront a bully, hey, man, they may say, you know what? You pull my punk card. You know what? I really wasn't going to do nothing. I was going to keep talking crazy to y'all until you said something. But then when you said something you stood up to me, I backed down. So I don't know how crazy Kim Jong-un is, but I know that his card was pulled because now he has someone else saying, you know what? I'm going to talk to you crazy. I'm going to call you a little rocket man. I'm going to tell you my button is bigger than yours. He told the world that we will blow North Korea off the map. And did, did, and when he when he said that did he did he stop did he stop any of his nuclear testing? Nope. He's kept Mr. going with it. Well, but you know you got to because you got a persona. 
But Mr. Elias, you got to, if you are, listen, if you've been talking crazy to the world, you got to keep that persona up. You got to say, yeah, I hear what you're saying, U.S., but at some point in time, people in, his, in this guy's government, this is what Kim Jong-un is thinking, someone in that government is going to strap him down and say, hey, you can't be talking to North Korea like that. So, yeah, you're going to keep doing your thing. But as time went on, they realized, wait a minute, no one's talking to this guy. Wait a minute. This guy, because remember, keep in mind, remember when this thing first started hitting a fever pitch? They were talking about ways. You heard Air Force generals saying, look, we're not going to push that button. And I was saying, and I said it on this show. I said, man, what are we coming to when the the military has to obey the commander-in-chief? And so you had this whole thing about, you know, uh, transgender people not, you know, being able to stay in the military. The generals put out something saying, hey, don't worry about it. We're not going to roll like that. The bottom line is I thought it was dangerous because they were trying to put things in place to stop the president from launching a nuclear attack. Because keep in mind, hey, man, he don't have to get congressional approval for that. If he gets a wild hair up his butt, he can start, he can initiate uh, a nuclear protocol, and he can, this dude can, this dude can start a nuclear war, Mr. Ellis, within 45 minutes. He don't have to have congressional approval for that. And you heard generals saying, "Uh uh-uh, we're not going to allow that to happen. So here's Kim Jong-un on the other side saying, wow. There's nothing to stop this fool from blowing us off the planet. Now, keep in mind, he had Kim Jong-un's thinking, okay, we're right across. We're like, you know, we're like less than freaking 30. We're right there next to South Korea. We have all these American soldiers in this region. This guy is still talking stupid. We can blow up. We can, Now we've showed him that we can reach the USA. We can tap the USA. He's still talking crazy. Maybe this dude will blow us off the face of the planet. And I'm thinking, man, you got to give the guy credit. Now, let's back up. This is not the first time a North Korean uh, uh, dictator has promised to do things and failed. Exactly. So a lot of people think, <laughs> a lot of people think that he's playing them, saying, "Hey, let's get them sanctions down a little bit." And then guess what? We're gonna return back mm-hmm. to regular programming. You know, we're going now. Now we're gonna return you to our regular programming, and we're going to come after you, and we're gonna continue to do what we're gonna do. So who knows? But I think we have to give this guy some credit. I think we have to. We have to. Oh, like we I said, have to. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Go ahead. I don't think I like I said. My thought process is that it, it you know yeah. may have something to do with that. But I think I think they're starving now. They're at that point where they're starving, and that now that Russia they they're, they're keeping an eye on Russia, and they're not passing any sanctions against Russia. What do you Russia. mean by that? Well, you know, they Russia was they were meeting them in the uh, middle uh, of the sea and passing them food and stuff, passing them all kind of supplies. They had Russia doing that. You know, that was documented in the news. So maybe right now that they can't get their supplies and stuff from Russia. You mean you had China? Russia. China was. You mean China was the one that was actually doing that? China is the one. China, the Chinese. What what we're hearing at least, the Chinese are not happy about this. Because what's going on now is the Chinese is on the outside looking in. The Chinese was always, quote unquote, our official um, uh, ambassador per se, if we can want to call it that, to North Korea. The Chinese always felt they had the inside, they had they had the inside um, 
uh, route into Korea, right? They knew that North Korea would listen to them. So now the Chinese are saying, well, wait a minute, maybe we need to step up and do a little bit more because this is going to go down with or without us being involved. And I think the Chinese are not happy about that. But the bottom line is that we always thought that the Chinese was, you know, you know, through back channels supplying, you know, uh, resources to that country. And so and I think China now is starting to want, starting to wane uh, that, you know, wane that whole process. So, you know, I don't know. I just think that, you know, this reminds me of what happened in Cuba. You know, President Obama said, look, you know, the definition of insanity is to continue to do the same things over and over and over and over again and expect a different outcome. So why can't we say the same with Donald Trump? We kept doing the same things over and over and over and over again, and we were getting the same outcome. The North Korean people must tell this has been starving for a very long time. Right? I yeah, mean, they but have. They have been, but and when it's starting to reach his, his, his plate, I think, I think it's, it, it's getting there, man. I do. Well, well you know, listen, and, and there may be some validity to what you're saying. But you, well, there is. There has to be because anytime you have a long, sustained uh, period where a country's being sanctioned, uh, the bottom line is at some point in time it's going to have an effect. You know, and, and listen, but I still think that maybe China getting involved and cutting off some of those supply routes, uh, that, that may be playing a role in this. But at the end of the day, you know, I still think the fact that Kim Jong-un got his car pulled. You are really a real bully because now you don't met somebody who is just as crazy as you are. You keep doing missile testing all you want to, that's fine. But if you point something towards us, we're going to blow you to smithereens. And they know that. But here's the other I'd part. I'd like to so see if he's going to give up, if he's give up those weapons. I really do. I'd like to see that. Well, but that's, I'd like well, to see that. They, they said they would. They said they would, but we'll see. But, but here's my bigger question for you. And this is the reason why I think North Korea will never give those weapons up. Because North Korea, look what happened to the last guy who gave up his nuclear arsenal. Gaddafi. Yeah. That yeah. guy is seeing the world from a different view right now. Yeah, And that's because they're saying, okay, the U.S. may renege. Look what's going on with the Iran uh, uh, deal that we signed. You know, we're, we're, the U.S. is talking about pulling out of that. So if I'm Kim Jong-un, I'm thinking, wow, you know, the only bargaining chip I have are my nukes. If I get rid of my nukes, I have no bargaining power. They can come through here and run through me like it's nobody's business. So why should I give them up? So you're right. I think that we should remain skeptical because I don't see this is not the first time this has happened. You know, Trump goes on TV and says these things, and people are like, ooh, oh, we've never seen this before. Bull crap. We've seen this before. We can pull up pictures all over the place. The bottom line is, will they continue, or will they follow the path? Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. I don't know, man. So do you think this time next year, what do you think will be happening this time next year when it comes to North Korea? Hmm. I think they'll still have their nukes. I do. I don't think they'll give up their nukes. Do you think, but let me, let me ask you this, do you think they will give up some of their nukes? They might. They might give up a couple. <laughs> but to give up all their nukes? Well, you Come said. on, man. Okay. They, you know, they're not going to give up all their nukes, man. Seriously. They they, they 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 invested too much money and too much time 
and to nukes that are reached the U.S. just to say, oh, well, I'm going to give them up. I don't think they will. I really don't. And then they, they like so, you said, so there's no more work. bargaining chip. There's no more bargaining chips after that. He has nothing to stand on. He has no power behind him if he don't have those nukes. So do you think it's a good idea for him to be meeting with this uh, leader, or do you think that they should be trying to solve this at a lower level? I, I, you know, for him, for, for, for Trump to meet the, the Kim Jong-un, I think it's the biggest mistake ever. He can't hold, he can't yeah, hold a, a decent conversation, a civil conversation with anyone without insulting them. So let's just be honest. I don't think this man is perfect. I don't think he's he's capable of doing it. I I, I don't think he would do that. But let me tell you something. I think a lot of people have seen this with Donald Trump. The one thing about Donald Trump, let let me say this, the one thing about Donald Trump, Mr. Elias, is that he idolizes dictators. He likes strong men. So even though, you know, he made this comment earlier this week that, you know, Kim Jong-un is an honorable guy. And people say, what the hell are you talking about? A guy who kills his own relatives to make sure that he, you know, keeps power? A man who is starving his people to death in order for him to enjoy, enjoy the finer things of life? How are you kidding me? The human rights record is atrocious. But you can say that for the Chinese, you know, their human rights. But anyway, I'm mm-hmm. digress. But the, at the end of the day, I think that deep, deep down inside, there's respect for a strong man like that. I think he has respect for him. He may not say that publicly, but look how he loves Putin. Look, look, look at what's he, going on. Look how he pass sanctions look against how he Putin. The Chinese president. Huh? He will not pass sanctions against Putin. Why is that? Well, you, well have, we already know They why. got something on them. They got something on them. They got to yeah, have they something, got something on them. Well, of course. Of course, they have something on them. I mean, I don't think there's there, – there's no doubt in anyone's mind that – uh, that he doesn't have, that Russia doesn't have anything on him. And, you know, and we're not even going to talk about this this morning, uh, the Congressional Republican Congressional Report, that nonsense that came out. I mean, we, I guess we can talk about it next week. But it's just so much stuff to talk about. The one thing that, that, uh, that I can say about this president, that we don't run out of things to talk about with him in office, that's for yeah. sure. I mean, this is, you know, Did you see the, the things on Fox and Friends? We, I mean, that's, that's my point. See, we, you know, we, look, we, 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 we're wow. not even talking about that this morning. But you know, but, but, but look at—he sounded like a crazed, uh, caged animal. And, and you mm-hmm. know, the thing that was so funny about that—I guess we'll spend the last few minutes talking about it. The thing that was so funny about it is that when the president of the United States called into a show, they give him as much time as he needs because he's a president. The fuck mm-hmm. people were trying to wrap him up. Okay. uh... Well, because um, he was shooting himself yeah, in well, the foot. Uh, oh he was God! Get, you know, he was shooting himself wow. in the foot by by saying, and 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 the same day that he said that uh, his his moronic lawyer, he was a, he 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 really wasn't that significant. What did they, what did the justice what did the uh, justice department do? They ran and filed a a, a petition against him saying, hey, he's he, no, it was Not um, the justice department. No, yeah, yeah, it was uh, one of the attorneys, yeah. That, yeah. They said it's that he just... he claimed that this was attorney-client uh, privilege, but he just said that this guy wasn't yeah, yeah. even a, a big part of his lawyer. So, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, yeah this is yeah, getting crazy. It is funny. It's all get out, man. You know, speaking of the president, in this week's edition 
and then four minutes or less, something that you need to know. We're going to listen to an interview conducted by CNN's Anderson Cooper of a young man who was a hero. The president hasn't even mentioned this guy's name. It's time for this morning's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, brought to you by the TJR's Terrible tragedy. Four people kill, all under 30 years old. Could have been even worse if not for the actions of James Shaw Jr., who wrestled the gun away from the shooter. James, at what point did you realize something terrible was happening? Probably when the glass was broken and shattered and it was dust in the air and I looked back and there was um, a gentleman right there beside the entrance of uh, Waffle House and he was um, laying there on the ground. Uh, he was no longer alive and he shot again and that's when I jumped from my seat uh, and kind of slid on the ground to the entrance um, of the bathroom. Uh, when he started shooting, I actually jumped and lunged towards the bathroom area and uh, I went uh, I was actually looking at him and then he, when he he actually shot towards the bathroom area and I was actually uh, grazed with a bullet in my upper right uh, elbow after that I think he had to reload I saw an, an opportunity um, to kind of take advantage of him so I ran through the door as fast as I could and I, uh, and I hit him with the door and that kind of made him a little woozy and then he kind of uh, let go of the gun and then uh, we was tussling for the gun, kind of wrestling for it, and he had it in one hand, and then that's when I, I took it from him. People think about how they would react in a situation like this, but nobody knows until it actually happens. I mean, what was going through your mind when you made the decision, okay, looks like he's reloading, I'm going to do something? The only example I can give it to you is if you ever almost drown and you're gasping for that, 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 that air, that last bit of air or breath that you th don't think you're going to get, it take it seems like it's going to take that long. So in that second, I saw the barrel pointed down at the ground. It seemed like it was forever. I know I say it happened in a split second, which it did, but it seemed like it was forever. And in that time, I was like, I have to go now. So I said, he's going to just have to work for this kill. And uh, it, it luckily worked out in my favor. Like the gun was hot. He was naked. I didn't, none of that mattered. I could deal with nudity and I could deal with the hot gun. You know, I got a blister on my hand, but. So you, you grabbed uh, the, 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 the barrel of the gun and it was, and it was hot. Well, yeah, after it had been discharged and, you know, it was very hot, but I didn't feel that then. I was just trying to get the gun away from him. You know, there's some people who have asked if, if this could have been a racially motivated incident. Was he using uh, racial, uh, you know, inappropriate racial words or, or just swear uh, words? As far as I know, it was just swear words. Uh, okay. All of it was a blur. Like, literally okay. all of it was a blur. I mean, do you consider yourself a hero? Because, I mean, I, I sure do, and I'm sure everybody in that restaurant does as well. Heroes seem kind of like they're not touchable. If I'm looked at as a regular person, if somebody else is in this situation, they have that same thing within them that they can, they can project out also. You know, James, uh, I, I have this thing where I, I don't believe in naming the, the shooters in a case like this, in a mass shooting, because I don't think history should remember that person's name. Um, but I certainly hope history uh, and everybody in this country uh, remembers your names, James Shaw, Jr. Uh, thank you, thank you so much for, for what you did and talking to us tonight. All right, you have a good one. That was James Shaw, Jr., so that's something that you need to know is sponsored by the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. It's the bottom of the hour. Welcome back in, 347 850 
Coming up is another edition of Your Thoughts, Please. But before we do that, let's bring in our director of social media, Reach Out. Let's bring in the very lovely Jackie. What's going on, Jackie? Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. How are you both doing? Doing outstanding this morning, sweetheart. What do you have for us? Um, Just a reminder again. Uh, for you to check us out on social media. You can keep up with us during the week. As you know, of course, while the show is live, you can come into the chat room. You can uh, call in. You can follow Dave uh, with his, uh, his pages, comments. But, of course, this is an avenue, okay, to comment during the week, okay? want to comment during the week, but as we know, the majority of the shows are listened to in the replay. So this is giving you your replay action. So if you want to comment during the week, email us at the serious side at outlook.com. You can follow us on our social media pages. All three have the same ending handle. Facebook.com slash groups. Twitter.com. Instagram.com. T-J-R-S Radio And all of those links right. Are in the chat room Alright Jackie Appreciate you as always Thank you so much for being in the house Let me take a few minutes to introduce the smartest man in the world The one and only Mr. Jerome Esprit is in the house Good morning Jerome, how are you sir? Hey good morning, how are you? Doing outstanding Thank you for being here right. It is time for YTP, your thoughts, please, where we try to knock out as many topics as we can in a very short period of time. Let's get to the first one. Online radio at its best. Today at approximately 3 p.m., the Gilchrist County Sheriff's Office received a 911 call about deputies being down in a local restaurant. Deputies arrived on the scene along with Trenton Public Safety Officer and they did find uh, two of our deputies deceased. Sergeant Noel Ramirez, a seven-year veteran of law enforcement, and 25-year-old Taylor Lindsay were the two deceased deputy sheriffs. There's so much I want to say and so much I shouldn't say, but I will say this. We're not going to make this into a at least the Gilchrist County Sheriff's Office, and I think I could speak for every citizen of Gilchrist County. We're not going to make this a political issue. Other than the fact, what do you expect happens when you demonize law enforcement to the extent that it's been demonized, every type of hate, every type of put-down that you can think of, the only thing these men were guilty of was wanting to protect you and me they just wanted to go get something to eat, and they just wanted to do their job. Online radio at its best. All right, you know, uh, that was a sad story about what happened to those deputies. They were just eating lunch, Mr. Elias, and they were done down. But, and you know what? And listen, they were fathers, sons, and our hearts grieve for their family. But what I, the reason why this made the cut this week is because of what the sheriff said at the end of that statement. And when he said that, what do you expect when law enforcement is demonized uh, the way they're demonized? 
the reason why law enforcement is demonized, Mr. Elias, is because they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing to unarmed black people. Your thoughts, please. I wish I could disagree with you on that one, but when you can, uh, when you can bring a shooter in that has a gun, and you and, and you kill an unarmed black man because you feel like it, you felt threatened. And you got a, a guy, a, a guy that just killed four people, and he's got a gun on him, and you can bring him in. Don't don't hand me demonized. Don't hand me that it's not an assault against black people. Come on, man. The 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 the, the, the shooter in Florida, Parkland, Florida. They brought him in peacefully, and he still had on. He was still armed. Come on. If that was a black man walking down the street with a gun, they'd have shot him. They'd have pulled their pistols out and shot him. So don't, don't, don't hand me this crap about demonizing. It's, this is what is going on, and it's the truth. Yeah, demonizing, Jerome. They shot an unarmed black man in the back of his grandmama's house. And we're demonizing police, hatred towards police. Oh, but we're just doing this because police didn't do anything to us. Your thoughts, please. <laughs> right. I, I really feel sorry for them, right? I mean, our humanity, again, and, and I know I say this, uh, um, I've said this before Our humanity is well intact But nobody's feeling sorry for you Because you're selling us a story To try to get empathy right? We don't believe that anybody Should be shot you know, in cold blood But demon, demonizing <laughs> I, think, I think They're the last ones That actually need to be using that as some kind of defense It's ridiculous It's ridiculous Which is a perfect segue to our next topic. Let's get it. Online radio at its best. Police near Mobile are responding to a viral video with video of their own showing a woman being thrown on the ground and arrested at a Sarah Land Waffle House. And late today saying the woman appeared drunk and made threats in a video that the NAACP called disturbing. I asked them to quickly obtain information but be thorough in, the, in, in obtaining the information. The announcement today from Sarah Land Police that no action would be taken against officers seen on video arresting a woman at a Waffle House near Mobile after throwing her on the ground. In a press conference, police used surveillance video from inside the store to combat cell phone video online and protests of an arrest that the local NAACP called disturbing. Police say Chakisha Clemens appeared drunk when they arrived after an altercation at the restaurant. Waffle House employees had asked them not to bring alcoholic beverages inside. Witnesses say she used profanity at employees and threatened to, quote, shoot the place up. She was later seen in the jail with a trash can as officers feared she was intoxicated and might become sick. Online radio at its best. Okay, you know what they say. There are three three sides to a story. Her side, their side, and the truth. And the bottom line is, is that they also say that there are two witnesses, two white women who were there who said that what happened with the officers were unjustified. So what the stories are, what we're being told by her attorney, is that what happened was that the young lady asked for uh, plastic utensils because she didn't want to eat off the metal utensils because the plastic has been, you know, uh, 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 sanitized. And so the lady, the waitress told them it's going to cost them 50 cents for them, and they said, well, wait a minute, why are we paying 50 cents? And then all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. If you look at the video, Miss Elias, they drug her down to the ground, threw her mm-hmm. down to the ground, 
put our arm behind her back and say, I'll break your arm. But this is not the first time that you've had people complain about the Mobile uh, Alabama Police Department. It's nonsense. You know, once again, BS, your thoughts, please. Well, the bottom line is this, man. I, 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 I can say there's three sides to every story. But the bottom line, if she has the plastic utensils, give it to her. Well, I mean, is the 50 cent, is that, come on, man, 50 cent, you can buy the whole plastic utensil stands for about $5, man. Come on. Really? Come on. Just, let's, let's just be honest, man. Just give it a plastic utensil and move on. But, you know, like I said, it's just like the Starbucks thing. You know, like last week, they, they had a guy that asked to use the bathroom. He had to give a call. He, he, they gave the white guy the code, but they wouldn't give it to a brother. This is what goes on in restaurants. Stop patronizing these restaurants. That's all you got to do. If you stop patronizing them, hitting them in the pockets, they'll, they'll, they'll start listening to you because money rules the world. That's right, Jerome, because here's another situation where we demonize police. Your thoughts, please. Right. So it's, it's, the same, it's the same situation. I wish you could cue that clip up because this is why... <laughs> uh, uh, people have anxiety and hate towards the police, and let alone, I don't know, isn't this like the fourth Waffle House incident? I think not that the Starbucks um, having a day training just to um, stop them from being racist. A half a day, a half a day, a half a day. Oh my bad, a half a day, because yeah. you know it shouldn't really take yeah, you to log in. For, I don't know, a couple. of a, a couple of uh, do they get do they get breaks in between that half a day? But they need to bring the Waffle House employees in and tell that same lie that wa- um, that Starbucks is. Mm. Wow, it's nuts, man. I mean, it's just, it's the same old nonsense when it comes to this BS, man. And you know, you wonder why people react the way they do. And this guy here, boy, this next story. Woo. Let's listen to it. online radio at its best. Kanye West's return to Twitter showcased support for President Trump, and that sparked a lot of criticism of Kanye. The rapper tweeted, quote, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. He also tweeted a photo wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Chance the rapper seemed to come to Kanye's defense, tweeting, quote, black people don't have to be Democrats. He was criticized for that as well and later clarified the comment saying he doesn't agree with Kanye and does not support the president. But all this has ignited a big debate about politics and race. Online radio at its best. You know, President Obama said it the best when they brought up something that Kanye West said about doing his presidency. He said, man, that guy's a jackass. Kanye West is the same guy that stood on television during the Hurricane Katrina relief efforts and said George Bush doesn't care anything about black people. But then he walks around with a mega hat on saying that he loves President Trump. Come on, Jerome, man, your thoughts are this, this, this nonsense. Oh, my goodness, wow. Um, <laughs> this is a joke because it just struck me as funny, but Kim, uh, Kim Kardashian means that Kanye don't care about black people, but that's a whole other story. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but what is up with this guy? What, up, what is up with this guy, Mr. Elias? I mean, what is what you know, all these people running around talking about how they like oh, fight the power and you know, black lives matter. How can you align yourself with a guy who has clearly clearly shown 
over the years that he's been in public office that he don't give a damn about black people. Kanye West has lost all credibility with me. It's not like I had a whole bunch of them. But for this guy to sit here and say he loves Donald Trump is nonsense and ridiculous. Your thoughts? Well, you know what, man? This this is Kanye at his best. He's about to drop a new album. So now he wants people to pay attention to him. He wants to remain relevant. So, this, and, he, and his new album is coming out. So now, and he's got a line in this, the new song that he got out about Donald Trump. So... The bottom line is he wanted he wanted to, he wanted to bring focus to it, but here you are praising the oppressor, somebody who so who said there were good people out 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 uh, there were on both sides there were good people out in Charlottesville. Come on, this this dude is is, is, is somebody who just don't like black folks, and let's call it what it is. Ask Amarosa how much she love him now. Come on, and, and it's this it's just clown. Kanye West, I never did like him, man. I I I've never listened to his music. Never have. I don't like him. But but I really don't. But but Jerome, what? A, but did Chance the Rapper? Chance, this is a guy who the Obamas have embraced, and he comes on to say, well, you know, all black people don't have to be Democrats. But then he clarified those statements, saying that he disagrees with you know with Kanye and Trump. But the bottom line is, why would you even put yourself in the middle of that? Because he wasn't. I, you know what? I don't blame him. He wasn't paying attention. Sometimes we do that, right? He and he, because he's right. He's saying all he was saying is that we all don't have to look through the same lens. But he didn't see the bigger, right. bigger fallout because he just wasn't paying attention. So the, I, I, you know, I I can't blame him for anything. Like they, he he gets a pass. If anybody gets a pass in life, I would give him a pass for that. Because sometimes you see something on social media and you're like, what's the big, what's the big deal? You don't have to be like he might have read just a, a part of it, but he cleared it up in a hurry. He's like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute, mistaking <laughs> me for somebody else. Uh, <laughs> Let's bring in our colleague who is uh, traveling the highways and byways, the one and only Dr. Princess Odia. I see she wants to make a comment. Good morning, Doc. Your thoughts, please. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Um. Okay. I do want to say something, and I totally disagree. I I think that Kanye's I love Donald Trump message, um, I think it needs to be taken, a different perspective can be taken from that. He, I believe, is saying, coming from the perspective of you love everybody. It, it, it comes off controversial. I believe so. It comes off controversial because people want okay. to read it like he supports everything that Trump says. And I don't think that it may necessarily mean that. It could or it could not. But are we open enough to receive the probability that maybe he's making the general statement of love everybody? And, okay, so that, I have that, love for Donald Trump. Okay. So love your oppressor is what you're right. saying. Love, love your oppressor? Is that what you're saying? Love you're people that oppress you. You're supposed to love everybody. You. Okay. How, how really? many, how I don't many love people, people that oppress me. Love, you're supposed I don't love to love people everybody. That hate me. I don't you're love people that hate me. You're supposed to give love to everybody. This is my issue. I'm not Mark. You know I can't what? do so, that. But you know what? <laughs> this is my issue. So many people claim to be Christians or whatever religious fact-based support, and all of those religious bases have a, under a, a one moment. It, it, it's just, no. 
it could mean a different perspective. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. Right, so but the bottom line is, I, I don't think his hat said love everybody. He had a hat on that says Mega Make America Great Again. But you know what? You think what you want to think. All right, here's our last story. Really? Here's our last story for the morning for this segment. Online radio at its best. We are graced with Sarah's presence tonight. I have to say, I'm a little starstruck. I love you as Aunt Lydia and the Handmaid's Tale. Mike Pence, if you haven't seen it, you would love it. Every time Sarah steps up to the podium, I get excited because I'm not really sure what we're going to get. You know, a press briefing, a bunch of lies, or divided into softball teams. It's shirts and skins, and this time don't be such a little bitch, Jim Acosta. And I'm never really sure what to call Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, is it Sarah Sanders? Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it Auntie Huckabee Sanders? Like, what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? (laughs) Oh, I know, Aunt Coulter. I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful. Like, she burns fat, and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. <laughs> like, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. Online radio at its best. <laughs> well, uh, if you did not see the White House Correspondents' Dinner last night, you missed a treat. Now, I'm not sure how to take that, but, you know, uh, comedian Michelle Wolf only... A few, I mean, arm, she's within armless distance of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and boy, she laid the wood to her. Um, I'll give you my thoughts on it here in a second, but uh, let me swing to you, Ms. Elias. Your thoughts on what happened last night? I, I didn't watch it, Jay. I was uh, into the sports world, but uh, hey, man, um, <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought, it's, 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 come on, man. They, they, that's what they do at these dinners, man. Come on, correspondents. Uh, that's what they do. They roast people, you man. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. They roast people. Uh, what about they you, Jerome? <laughs> what about you? What about you, Jerome? What you thought about? Did you? Yeah, watch? I, I watched. I watched enough of it that she that she did light into <laughs> her and um, what's what's the name? Uh, Conway. Kellyanne oh, Conway. Oh, yeah, Kellyanne Conway. Oh, my God. And, and Mike wow. Pence, um, the stuff that you oh. said about Keith Ranked Ranked up now. Oh. And, and Previs, that she said that was, uh, Ranked Previs was her poor name, and she'll stop with talking about president if Michael Cohen gave her 130000 <laughs> Like, that was, he had some, some good ones in there. Now, I, now, oh. I'm sure... Anybody who's listened to the show thought that I would probably be good about this, but I have re- she. It was really mean. I mean, I, I was uncomfortable because yeah. they were just crazy. But Sarah Sanders, I, I would talk about her too. Like I talk about her on this show, and I. It's not that I would stop if she was here, but it would come off mean doing that to somebody directly. If she and I was in the room, mm. I, I. But doesn't it come off mean? Because she was sitting there and. Like, the Republicans oh think God. they can do and say whatever they want to, and people have to be polite. <laughs> it, oh, it was, my goodness. It was, 
Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. I was just like, oh, my God. You know what, Jerome? <laughs> Let him I thought it. that you and I were going to bump heads on this one, but we're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah, so so here's Ray's preview. This is what he put out on Twitter. An R slash X-rated spectacle that started poorly and ended up at the bottom of the canyon. Another victory for Ed, the real Donald Trump for not attending and proving his point once again. The room was uncomfortable. Trump lovers and even a large number of Trump haters were pretty miserable. You know what, Frank's previous, get your head out of his behind. He fired you and you're still kissing the ring. And no one, here's the thing that kills me about the, the Trump people. No one said this when Trump said that nonsense about Hillary Clinton at that one party. He was mean and disrespectful to her. And no one right. said nothing. You know, the only problem I had with what happened yesterday, the only problem, I thought that her words, she knew that all the major uh, cable networks would carry it and C-SPAN, and she dropped a couple of F-bombs. And, you know, she was talking about, you know, blowjobs and all that stuff. I, I saw that that was over the line and talking, you know, it, it, I, I was like, ooh. But, yeah. you know, much props for, for, for just giving it to them right there. You know, don't talk about them behind their back. Just hit them right between the eyes. While and you, oh, man, and the camera images of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Hey. You know what? Yeah, Drew, they call, they call themselves rebels mm-hmm. and they be against society, um, you know, mainstream. She should have lit into them. I don't feel sorry for them. Like, don't get me wrong. I just think that that was mean. So I'm not a mean person. Yeah. So I don't. I, I'm I'm mean if you do something directly to me, but I'm I'm not a mean person. So I don't like to see the unc. It's like watching a comedian say bad jokes. I feel bad for the comedian. This time, those jokes were funny, but she was laying into them. Like, I call, I call Huckabee oh, Sanders Wizard yeah. Adams all the time. So that ain't really, I, I don't know if y'all think that's me, but I think it's funny. It looks like it, right? So, she, she like, there were some worse jokes. I'm not going to repeat what she said, but there were some words some, that was worse. Oh, oh, oh. But um, I don't feel sorry for them because they, they own this. So just like black folks, yeah, wow. I think that when, yeah, I think that when we cut back on what we're saying just to make White folks feel comfortable. I think we're wrong for that too. We we shouldn't. It was like saying Kanye said, "Love everybody." We should. You should not love the person that's trying to kill you, Mm-mm. right? That is, and everybody ain't Christian. <laughs> that's your freedom. Wow. Your freedom is not to be. You know what I mean? Let's, so, so yeah. she should have laid into him. That's how, what she thought. Yeah. Laid into him. Wow. That was tough. That was tough to watch. Let's bring in Vanessa, our colleague Vanessa. Good morning, Vanessa. Vanessa. She wants to get in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Vanessa. Your thoughts, please. The comedian. The comedian. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was hilarious. Bobby downloaded the video. It's on YouTube, so you can download it. And she talked about Sean Spicer. But, but, wait. Well, she talked about Sarah, and Sarah was an arm length away from her. When you look at the video, she must she have sat every kind of way she could in that chair, trying to turn around like it like it wasn't bothering her. It was hilarious. <laughs> they said that Trump is so broke that they use him as a Southwest Airlines engine. That I know too. So <laughs> yeah, I was I on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. I mean, she. 
Oh, my God. All I can say is if people who said they were offended and they were insulted at what was going on at the White House dinner last night with the reporters, wasn't that insulted when Trump was saying that he was going to grab a woman by the coochie? That didn't offend them. Oh, <laughs> but the comedian offended them. You're right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you so, know what? Hey, I wait, Jay. And I forgot this joke. Yeah. I, I forgot this joke, so I want to say this since Vanessa reminded me of it. She said, the only coochie you can't grab is that one that's in the White House. What about the comment she made about, we're going to use the word coochie because that's not the word she used. I, I just said that because I, I never say that word. But that's yeah. That's she, like she, said, she said, what did she say? She said that the reason why he's trying to grab coochie because he's trying to find loose change because he's broke. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this... Y'all have to download that video. I mean, we didn't even see all of it this yeah. month because Jay's show came on. I started laughing. Y'all have to download it. And she said, y'all should have checked me out before y'all hired me. That's what she said. Y'all should have checked me out before y'all hired me. She, she had oh, no mercy. Sure she got no. everybody. Yeah. And I tell you something, yeah, now too. Now, she was a writer for uh, Trevor the, Noah the, for The Daily Show. Yeah. 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 And, but you saw the president of the uh, of the White House Correspondents Center go up and hug Sir, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I, you know, that she was <laughs> uncomfortable. And, uh, but yeah, you know, the bottom line is you're right. All right. That is it for this week's <laughs> edition okay. of Your Thoughts for Me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys are horrible, horrible. All right, we're going to talk about the other big story this week. Bill Cosby. We'll have that conversation next. You listen to the serious side of the Jay Rouse show. Jeez. Oh,
channel. teenagers out there who are thinking of becoming babysitters go online and take the babysitting basics course offered by the red cross do you know where mommy and daddy keep the bandages you learn how to handle situations like this it should have never come to this more importantly how to avoid them do you know where mommy and daddy keep the fire extinguisher this is Kathleen's Please, I'm begging you, take the course. She had to go to the store. I guess I'll be okay. You'll learn how to take care of kids, even the infants. This is not how mom does it. Cat food, I'm begging you. Please, go online and take this course. The Red Cross offers classes that teach the basics of babysitting. In just a few hours, you'll learn how to handle an emergency. The basics of childcare and how to talk to the parents if something should go wrong. Take the course. Go to redcross.org slash babysitting and register today. According to media reports and others, this jury of seven men and five women has reached a verdict. We hope to learn what that verdict is in the next few minutes now that they're being called back into the courtroom. Uh, this jury has deliberated for 14 hours and 20 minutes. Athena, we're, we're just being told that he has been convicted on all three counts, so all three counts of aggravated indecent assault, uh, punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Welcome back in 347-850-1272 is our call at number 347-850-1272. Let's say good morning to our panelists. Uh, As always, before we get the second set started, let's say good morning to the very lovely Dr. Princess Adia. Good morning, Doc. How are you? I am super amazing. Better than amazing. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Let's say good morning to the smartest man in the world and one and only, Mr. Jerome. Good morning, Jerome. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm good. How are you, man? My man, feeling real good this morning. Of course, the man is the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only, Mr. L.E.S. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning, good morning, and good morning. <laughs> Can we say hello to some people in the world-famous chat room, Mr. L.E.S.? Yes, we, we had, you know, of course, our very own rich sister was in there with us. Covina Man's in there. We had guests in there. My man. And we had Hot Topics Radio in there. All right, what's up, Hot Topics Radio? Good morning, guests. Let's say good morning to Mariana Music. 
from Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Good morning, girl. How you doing? Felicia's in the house. Miguel, um, her, I can't pronounce that. Her, That's her. Okay, I'm not even going to, ooh, almost said something. All right, James in the house. Jimmy, what's going on, Bev? The pastor's in the house and a lot of others as I try to scroll through social media. Like our director says, guys, get out there. Get on Twitter. You can talk to us during the week. We'd love to hear from you. Tracy's in the house. Also, our resident expert, resident expert and uh, resident uh, messenger of the uh, Serious side, the one and only Johnny D has checked in. Let me read a comment that he made about North Korea. He says, We cannot overstate the Trump factor politically as well as policy. The U.S. has played a limited role in this matter. The years of sanctions have collapsed the North and South Korean economies. The demeaning comments made by Trump towards Kim Jong un has allowed both leaders an opportunity to play the strong leader role within their respective countries. Respectfully, the openness to meet with North Korea is simple diplomacy, and we have to acknowledge this can temporarily delay North Korea from starving more of their citizens. It is doubtful North Korea will start to pursue, will stop their pursuit, I should say, to be a nuclear world power. Although these meetings will cost the American people billions of dollars in an attempt to salvage a relationship with a country which has no desire to embrace a democratic society, once again, another broken political promise made by this administration. Remember, Trump vowed America would take a xenophobic approach to other darker nations. That's from our resident texter, uh, Johnny D. Um, a lot to get into. Let's get into this last topic. Bill Cosby was found guilty on all three charges of sexual misconduct, which could lead to 30 years in prison if the judge so choose to uh, have the sentences run concurrently. The the judge can also take into consideration all the wonderful things that Bill Cosby has done uh, in his lifetime, and you know he can uh, he or she can assign a shorter verdict, but. I just want to get everyone's uh, initial thoughts on this whole thing with Cosme. Let me start with you, um, uh, uh, Jerome. What are your thoughts on this thing with Bill Cosme? Um, I don't really have a thought, but I do want, have one uh, really quick on North Korea. <laughs> if you want to hear that, because technically, I just want to say this really quick up for North Korea is that. Um, Everybody thinks it was Trump's rhetoric that did it. I say after they got their own nuclear weapon, now they want to negotiate. So it's a little bit different when you spend $7 billion a year doing a, creating a nuclear bomb. Like now that you have the ability to do that, now North um, South Korea wants to talk, and now they get the – since that war has never ended, now they get to negotiate terms of ending that war so that they can become another player on the world stage, but they're communists just like, um, just like China. So we don't have, I mean, they have a, um, a good reason to want to do that, but we can't, I, I can't stress how much that, um, how important it is for us to understand that Trump, um, European culture as colonizers always think that beating somebody up and talking noise to them, it's like your teacher in school has something to do with somebody's behavior. It did not change his behavior because Trump was yelling. It changed behavior because now I have a weapon just like you do, so now I can talk to you. I think that's what it has to do. But carry on with your Cosby, but I I don't really have anything. 
right. Okay. Well, let, let's let's go to you, Mr. Elias. Uh, give me your thoughts, man, on what's what's going down with uh, with Bill Cosby. What, what do you think, man? I, I wasn't totally surprised by the verdict at all. I was not. Uh, the bottom line is, really? you know, no, I wasn't. Come on. You know, they, they okay. went out. They 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 came at them a second time for a reason. So the bottom line, I wasn't I wasn't surprised. And then they omitted they uh, they allowed testimony to come in that wasn't supposed to come in. And I just wasn't surprised, man. You know. And if he did these things, you know, if he indeed did well, these things, he did it, Mr. Elias. He admitted that well, he gave yeah. women drugs and had sex with them. So okay. he admitted that. No, he okay. So go ahead and finish your thought, then I want to get. Yeah. Well, well, hold on, Jerome. Hold on, Jerome. I mean, he did. Everybody likes to say that Eric Cosby like did OJ. So I, no, just, I don't think I anybody for a little clarity. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody's changing the narrative. I, I, look, let, let me say, let me say what I'm going to say. I want to get Jackie in, and then you know, because I think this is going to be a difficult topic to have a conversation around. You know, look, I have three daughters, and the bottom line is, is that. You know, this does reek a little bit of OJ. I, I, I will definitely give you that. I, I do think that that's the case. I think that by allowing these women to testify when they weren't allowed to testify in the beginning, that's okay. And I'm not condoning what Bill Cosby done. Here's my problem with this whole thing, and I'm going to get in trouble with women for saying this. And I say this all the time when we have these types of conversations. Don't they? That woman received $3.2 million in the settlement. Right? So here's what I've always said, and I stand by this 110%. And people can get mad. You can start writing your comments in right now. I don't care. If you've done something to me that has rocked me to my core, that has made me say that you are a despicable human being and that you have rocked me to my soul, there's not enough money in Fort Knox. And I don't know who that is making that noise. Please mute your mic because it's very, it's, it's very distracting. I don't care how much money they have in Fort Knox. There's not enough money in Fort Knox for me, for you to silence me when I think you should be charged. So, in my opinion, this should have never made, this should have never happened because she took the money. If you were hurt that bad, don't take the money. Try to get the man convicted. Now, look, you can sit here and say there are some women in this group that has been proven that these folks were just liars and they were trying to get money. So even if you say, okay, we're talking 61 women, even if you take away half of them, you still have all these women out there. And so this hurts because Bill Cosby was someone who I really looked up to. And I hate to see this happening. But look, he did it. He should go to jail. That's just the, that's the bottom line. You can spin it any way you want to. My problem with this case, and like I said, it reeks of OJ, the bottom line is, if you take money, you should not be allowed to come back later. Or is she going to get a $3.2 million back? I bet she's not going to do that. Or has she already done it and we don't know about it? She hasn't. Don't, ladies, if, ladies, if you are claiming that, oh, my God, I, I'm hurt you raping me, oh, don't take the damn money. Prosecute. Don't be quiet, and then 10 years later, you want, oh, well, let me go. You know, I, I just can't live with myself. Jay, you live Jay, with yourself when you Jay. take that money? It's not no Jay, Jay Dr. Prince O'Dea. Dr. Prince O'Dea, wait a let me ask you a question. I'm, hold on. I'm going to ask you a question, I'm going to give you the mic. If someone raped you when you were younger, 
and you have the ability to press charges, or they come back and say, this is an important person, I'm going to give you a million dollars, you go away. What would you do? First of all, of course. No, no, answer my question first, and then I'm going to let you. No, 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 no. Answer my question first, and then I'm going to let you say what you have to say uninterrupted. Someone came to you. I'm going to prosecute. I would. There you go. I would go after. I would say that I would go after the prosecution for first prosecuting him. But if in the event I'm looking at the scenario and I'm trying to see through their eyes, that they were in situations where at that time people weren't listening to women and maybe the person was thinking I'm going to lose everything if I say something or there was some damage to her that would be longer and she just said forget it, I want it to go away, I'm embarrassed, I'm not going to say anything and I'll just at least get something from out, out of something from this guy. I can see that taking place. So I don't want That's to a judge good point. and say, I mean, oh. I'm going to give you that. I, I'm going to get, look, I'm going to give you that. That is a good point because we don't know what the, the, their environment was. You know, we're in a Me Too moment right now. That is a good point. I still stick to my guns, but I hear what you're saying. Go ahead. Finish, please. Yes. So that's my idea of that. I I was very, I was, it was a mixed emotion when he was, um, com- he was convicted Yes, glad that he was convicted and that he didn't get away with it. Absolutely, because it is very sad what has happened. And I do believe that he did do it. Like, he admitted the the things that he did. You know, some of the the, um, allegations were accurate. Um, It's no excuse for that. The fact that he is older and the fact that, to me, not pity on him, but thinking to myself, wow, it's so sad with to have the ability to leave this earth um, with a very positive legacy for it to be destroyed now by this. And and it was sad to me that, that it was another black man. It was sad to me, All right, let me to jump in. think that he let's was let's... allowed he was allowed and Trump talked about how he goes around touching women for a living, you I know agree. what I'm saying? In other words. You I, know I what I'm saying? I mean that's sad. It's like that. can we convict them all? I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you on that. Let me jump in, Doctor. I don't want to, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. I know a lot of people want to make some comments. The phone lines a little up too. Let me get to, to Rich Sister. Uh, Jackie, go ahead and make a comment. Then we need to get out to the lines. Okay, I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, bottom line, Bill Cosby admitted to what he did, and there should be some punishment for that. I'm all in agreement with that. But I like what Sinbad I saw on Facebook what Sinbad uh, commented the day after, and I like what he said, and I'm great with him. Equal treatment across the board with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. See, Bill Cosby, they stripped him of his honors at the university, took doctorates away, they stripped him of his passport. Lord knows Cosby show and every other show he tied to probably about to go back off the air. See, equal treatment across the board with all this. You know, kids in space, House of Cards is still on. Matt Lauder, today's show is still on. Dane Strip, Harvey Weinstein, and nothing. You know, equal treatment across the board here. 
Mm. Great point, you know, Jackie. Equal, equal treatment across the board with all this. If all of this, you know, we don't want to equal treatment. See, I, he admitted to what he did. And, you know, this really cuts me to the core because I really well, love Bill Cosby and his accomplishments and all that and all that stuff. But, you know, he admitted to what he did, and he should serve some time for that. And I'm, and I'm agreeing yeah. with you, Jay, about ladies. If you're really hurt and cut by this, stand your grounds and prosecute. Stand yeah, your grounds. I, I agree with you No, No amount of money. Keep the money. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Elias, let's get to the phone lines. Can you bring in whoever you want to bring in? Uh, yes, sir. Hold on, sir. Let me get inside uh, Vanessa. Vanessa. I do want to come in. Good morning, Vanessa. Yes, ma'am. Hey guys. My daughter thinks that it is funny that I am on Facebook with some of these youngsters that are on my page that I do know. And they all think of Bill Cosby as, you know, as black American dads. And I am chewing them out. So thank you to stop defending this man. He did what he did. All those women did not lie. And because, okay, did y'all notice that when he was coming out of court, he, he wasn't all leaned all over with the cane like he was dying and somebody was holding him up? Did y'all see how he raised up that cane? Did y'all hear him throw profanity at the judge? You know what? How you gonna uh, how y'all gonna condone some man like that? The one who was I, talking about the comedians. I have let these children on Facebook have it. Do y'all hear me? I've let them have it because he did what he did. And I don't care if he's real Cosby, he needs to go to jail too. Eighty years old, he needs to go to jail. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Uh, Jay. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> No, I'm not quiet. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, go ahead. Get to the next phone. Get to the next phone call, and then we want to finish the set out. Let everybody, our folks, see what they got to say. Okay, this is Steve from Tampa, Florida. How you doing, Steve? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm not happy this morning. Uh, I hate to hear what I'm hearing. You guys have to, we have to think, have got to think Look at the, let me name off the list of celebrities that are, that are white. Doing, get your audio closer, man. Because we can, it's like you're fading in and out. I mean, I mean, Harvey Weinstein, Woody Allen, witness molester the child. We've got all these white celebrities, and all of a sudden, it, it, it's all about Bill Cosby. And my aunt kept telling me over and over again back in the day, they had a culture of using drugs. We've got Woody Allen. We've got Harvey Weinstein. We've got Donald Trump with 15 women uh, accusations. And all of a sudden, he's the big black target. That's what you have to see with that. Same thing with 
with Russell Westbrook, same thing with Floyd Mayweather Jr. He's the big black target. It's a win for white supremacy. You gotta look at this. Because it's one thing if they're charging all celebrities across the board, everybody's going in. Everybody's got a trial. But Harvey Weinstein, he's like the biggest one of them all. And now we're going to point the finger at, 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 at this 80-year-old man? That is unbelievable. That, hmm. that, guys, I, we have to think he more critically. He a minor. We have to think more critically. So he didn't, and he was not convicted of rape. See that—that that is why I say this, right? We don't—we don't pay attention to what it is. It was the one case of that Andrea, whatever woman, who extorted money. If you watch the first trial, right? And mm-hmm. Everybody said he admitted it. He admitted it in the first trial. The first DA was cross-examined. As a matter of fact, he talked about the frivolousness of this particular lawsuit and why they carried it forward. And the reason I don't want to talk about this is because I know everybody's having their Me Too moment and whatever on Cosby. What I am telling you is that no black man can go through a criminal trial twice and not be convicted, right? He was convicted of, um, what was it, something, it wasn't even a sexual assault charge, but it was intentional, aggravated something, right? But it had to do around sex. What happened was that woman lied on the stand. Janice Dickerson lied on the stand, and they actually... Those were little news stories. She said, yeah. one embellished what happened on my book. So nobody, nobody convicted him of raping nobody. What happens is that she was voluntarily having sex with him, and she said he drugged her. Then they found the tapes that found that they were extorting money from him. That's why he paid them. So the DA said, if you give us uh, uh, whatever, uh, if we can get you on the record about what happened, then you... Um, then you won't be charged criminally. They unsealed that because just like people taking F- ecstasy and all these other drugs, doing party drugs, dr- Bill Cosby did not do drugs. But when those women asked, just like the women who were testifying for him on his behalf, they said, yeah, he got them when we asked them for it. Bill Cosby didn't drug me. I, it was a party drug. So just like being at the Playboy Mansion, those, I, I can't. I'm not defending him. I don't like him. But I am telling you that if y'all roll on me like this, you know what? You you can roll on me. I don't care. But what I'm saying to you is that I don't know him. So I'm not defending him or his personality. But I am saying any of us getting in that situation, we will be OJ'd. They are going after that man for a different reason. So you can't impose your own issues onto this case like they finally got Bill Cosby. I don't give a rat's about Bill Cosby. And some of those women probably are telling the truth. But at the same time, this one case that he was convicted of is not a victory for everybody else issue with Bill Cosby. He got convicted for a woman who was extorting money from him that they knew was an unreliable witness. They knew she was a liar. And the judge, it probably will get overturned on appeal because the judge did some things that, he, that, that was unethical. Like they allowed some things because he said, well, I think because he is popular and has a high standing that I'm going to allow the other people to tell stories to show a pattern. That, they use celebrity against him. That's what the judge ruling was. Because he is a celebrity, we're going to let them say anything that they want to. So that's why he let those other women testify, and that's probably why it's going to get overturned. But don't get, don't get that twisted. We don't 
we don't share any kinship to people who rape or molest or sexually assault anybody. But I'd be damned if every time they get a black example of this, they're going to go a thousand miles an hour like, finally, I feel redeemed. Feel redeemed with with um, Charlie Sheen's ass in Vegas um, doing coke <laughs> naked, calling people the N-word and not getting arrested. Or Paris Hilton having coke in Vegas or any of those dudes who get trials and you can't even make true stuff stick. And you can take something from, like, the 70s and stuff and say, oh, you know what they used to do in the 70s? Come on, man. Mm. We need to see past that. So that's why that. That's why I never like to talk about this, because I know everybody's in their Me Too moment. But, hell, those women, um, some of them, oh, I'm sorry, the woman who he was convicted for, she is not your hero. That woman is not your hero. Mm. So I would prefer yeah, to see yes, the and, and understand to what happened in this trial. Go ahead. Yeah, we just have to look at it more, think more critically. I'm not supporting rapists either. It's just there was a culture that went on back in the day. My aunt was telling me about it. There was a culture that went on. Now you try to buy a TV station, you get denied. Now all these accusations and this, this, this like a there was a file on somebody's desk about Bill Cosby, hidden in somebody's desk. Somebody elite. Bill Cosby broke the code. Oh, let's break out his file. Okay, we need to bring all this stuff up now. Because he tried to buy a TV station, and we told him no. So let's, he, he violated the code, so now we need to punish Bill Cosby. That's like what, that's like what happened. That's like right. exactly what happened. They didn't arrest that pimp, Hugh Hefner. Did anybody say Jack the If it happened in the Playboy Club, what happened to Hugh Hefner and all his assets? Hmm. You know, if he was wow. just a customer, what happened to everybody else in there? Wow, wow! Uh, I, you know, I would have to agree, man. I just, you know, I, I felt when they when they put him back on trial, I knew he was gonna be found guilty. I knew that. That's why I told you I was not surprised. You know, but you're not, if you you're not don't go back do anything trial. wrong, huh? If you don't have any skeletons in your closet for people to dig up, then I don't care if you're trying to buy the White House. That means that they don't have anything to come back and get you with. I am not saying that because Bill Cosby is a black man that this doesn't have something to do with it. But Bill Cosby was a black man. He was rich. He was married or is married. He had no reason whatsoever to have women up in his room, to have women up in his room, giving them black molly, having his, his driver take them back to their room. Some of them don't even remember what was going on. That, I don't care what you say about Bill Cosby. I look at the show just like y'all did. I'm black just like y'all are. But you cannot condone what he did. And even if 10 women took money, he still did what he did to some of those women. And you know what? Karma is not getting it back from the people you did it to. Karma is getting it back because you did it. And this is how they're going to get Bill Cosby. So all I'm saying is, is I don't care, I don't care what Bill Cosby was trying. I don't care about Harvey Weinstein. I don't care about the wine, the man who owns Win. I don't care about any of them people. This is not a racial thing for me. This right. is a man who raped women. He had sex with them without their permission. 
They work for drugs. What about the Hollywood? Not all, of them, not all of them ask for drugs, y'all. Not all you're of them letting ask the, for it. You're letting the Hollywood elites get away with it. You're allowing the Hollywood you know elite to get away with you it. You can only pick so many battles. Now, some they of the all white people, y'all, wait a minute. If we're going to have to build. Jerome, wait a minute. Some yeah. of the if white we're going to have to build, we, we got go, to take them all down. We got to take them all some of the white men have lost stuff just from accusations. Look at the wind, the man from Wynn who owns that big hotel chain in Vegas. He had to step down and lose stuff just because of an accusation. It hasn't even been proven. You've got a bunch of white men who have lost stuff from accusations. We're that talking about Hollywood. prison time. Well, we're talking about prison. Okay. And look at Michael Jackson's. Look at look at when he lit his assets. Look at Prince's, the singer Prince's assets. There's a history of white folks coming after black celebrities' assets after they leave this earth. There is a history of of, of, of assets for black entertainers uh, that that white folks go after. You have to look at that history, especially Michael Jackson, where they come out. You know who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for Bill Cosby's wife. Mm. His wife is who I feel sorry for because he was he's a married. Man, just like I don't like Trump, but I feel sorry for his wife. Because these men need to keep it in their pants. I don't care. Trump, Wait a minute, Bill Cosby, all of them. Keep it in your pants. If you right, don't Vanilla. do it, then they ain't got nothing to come back at you with. He That's grew up in the I'm on my way to culture. church. Y'all be blessed, and I'm praying for Wait a minute, Vanessa, Vanessa before you go, this is Jerome, because you were talking to Steve, so I just want to say this. You know, I, I okay, agree I with you. I thought it was Jerome. I thought it was you. Oh, no, no. That, that, because I, I, don't, I understand what he's saying, but I'm not talking about that. I'm only talking about this particular trial and that particular woman, right? So I, 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 I understand what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying. Uh, my only point that I made was, in this case, I don't I don't feel like there's a consolation prize for me that somebody gets to roast somebody based upon this only happens in white folks world too that they're like OJ was found not guilty of of killing his wife and white folks went and took his money right Cosby in this case with her was being extorted and they knew she was lying and because of the other women testifying, everybody feels satisfaction. And I'm saying the criminal justice system does not work for us. So I agree, and I, and, and I empathize with his wife, and I hope he moved all his money into a pension, and it all goes to him. Because nobody needs to take his assets and divvy it up between these women because, of the, um, because that's the only reason they went after him opposed to anybody else was that money. And I don't think we're going to find this out for years, uh, but we know history tells us the last three times that they tried this, we know why they went after Cosby opposed to going hard at somebody else and letting Charlie Sheen go back on TV after all the stuff that Charlie Sheen does. Robert Downey Jr. is in the new Iron Man stuff. Them dudes have long careers after doing some foul stuff. So I'm not I'm not making a comparison to that. I was just saying they're – their ability to prosecute us over nonsense because they don't like us in another arena is a whole nother story. But I I agree with you, and I do feel empathy for the women who um 
who any victim, but I, and I feel really a lot of empathy for his wife. I don't, I'm not a Cosby fan at all, but I don't think mm. they should be taking the show off the air or none of that nonsense. I think that that's crazy. Mm. Bobby does you know I mean? agree with that. And, as and well. you have to also remember, Cosby admitted to handing out the drugs. See, that's a, they, you have to keep that in mind. If he never admitted to handing out the drugs, he probably would have never got convicted. He admitted. He, he did in the first trial. He did. Yeah. The woman who testified, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to look at it in the combination of the ones that he was, that, um, that it was a hung jury or whatever it was. The women who came on who testified on his behalf said yes. This woman who was in a relationship with him said yes. Cosby had those because we wanted them. Cosby did not do drugs. Cosby never forced anybody to do drugs. So Cosby said, hey, it, it's the 70s. So if you are hanging out in the clubs like people having, uh, you know, X or people who like to get drunk before they sleep with somebody, whatever, Cosby did have those is what she testified to. As a matter of fact, mm. she, it was like three women who testified to that. They just said he did have them, but he never slipped us anything. She said she was in a relationship with him during that time, and he uh, he would have them even though he didn't do drugs. So he admitted to having them for people who wanted them. Because if you know anything about the 70s, and I know I'm not that old. I wasn't partying, uh, <laughs> you know, in elementary. But I can tell you this, in the 80s, I have gone to people's houses, like, you know, um, and, and not black folks, but I have gone in folks' houses where they just had pills sitting on the table. I have seen wow. that. So, And I wasn't in the mm. entertainment, you know, in the younger days. But I've seen wow. that. So I know that, that was a, that's a culture. So whatever he was hanging around... He can admit to that if he did it, but saying I think it's kind of a stretch for us to impose on Cosby in this particular case all of that other stuff. Because okay. if you, you know what I mean. So go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Well, no, unfortunately, well, we got to wrap it up. See, we got to wrap it up. We'll get back to it on the other side. So uh, we're gonna wrap this segment up, folks. Uh, Jay will be back on the next next rub, but hey, we're gonna wrap this segment up. So coming up next is our favorite segment on the Need to Know Basis with our very own Jerome's Esprit. Day starting stuff and leaving. On a Need to Know Basis with <laughs> Jerome Esprit is coming up next here on the serious side of the J. Roll Show.
All right, folks, welcome back in 347-850-1272. It is time for Chatterbox. Final thoughts from the chat room and from the social media. Mr. Elias, man, what do you have, brother, for us in the chat? I got Covina, man. He says, uh, North Korea worked to create the, the, uh, the missiles to be able to reach the U.S. They completed those missiles. Now they don't have to continue testing because now they have what they need. North Korea is working Trump just to be able to open up the sanctions. Uh, I agree with he that. Said, he, says, he says, Kanye has always been bizarre, but people overlooked it because they liked his music, uh, just like R. Kelly. But now he's going around with the blonde afro and supporting Trump. He's just too crazy now. Oh, wow. All right, let me, uh, I got a few of them here. I'm going to try to read it here real quick because we're pressed on time. The resident, uh, resident uh, texter, Johnny D, checked in. He says, look, on Cosby, unfortunately, another icon has simply misused his fame, success, and money to take advantage of women and of all races and ethnicities. Sadly, this is another case whereby the sexual abuse and assault committed by Mr. Cosby would be viewed as delayed justice. However, the true victim is dignity and self-esteem. It doesn't sit well when people feel they have to allow themselves to be subjected to degrading acts in order to protect their quality of life. Shame on you, Mr. Cosby. I also have one for Marianna Music. She says, you guys know that I rarely comment on show topics, but it sounds like the guys are making excuses for Cosby's, Cosby's behavior. Shameful. This is shameful, guys. Wow. Uh, Michael, this is a tough, tough discussion. It is good to hear Steve's voice on the air again. Hi, right, Steve. I forgot to say hello to you. Bill Cosby is a disgrace to his race. Running around being a moral police by day and a dirty lowdown beat at night. Wow. Cynthia, I agree with Mr. J. If you take the settlement, then you have nothing to say. You are not heroes to the Me Too movement. And, of course, we got the pastor in the house, Pastor Stephen Jones, Richmond, Texas. I grew up wanting to be Dr. Huxtable. This is a shame. What we can't do is excuse what Cosby did by illustrating what others have done in the past. Wow. Uh, and we have many more, but I just can't get into them all. But, folks, you know what time it is. Five, four, three, two, one. The first lady dazzles on election night in a... Tell me, what do you want me to do? All right, folks, you know what time it is. It is time for all the need to know basis with our main man, Jerome. But before I throw it to Jerome, I want to say one thing, because I got to get out of here early for the show. Mr. Elias, I'll take you home. I want to send my well wishes out and my thoughts and my love and my prayers to one of my dear, dear friends, Miss Tracy Vincent. She lost her father uh, this week, and it really, she's really taking it hard. So, Tracy, I love you. The RPC family loves you. Remember, God's not going to put anything on your shoulders that you can't handle or bear. So God bless you, and um, the bottom line is that we love you. And on that note, Mr. LES is all yours. You guys have a great Sunday. I'll see you next week. Steve, good to hear from you. Mr. LES, I'm out. All right, you're on. You know, it's all yours, I'm brother. Right on cue. <laughs> I unmuted you. All right. So, um, American Airlines remains the most valuable airline brand, um, according to a new annual study. Delta and United comes in third. So the three U.S. airlines come into the um, the most valuable airlines in the world, apparently. 
American, Delta, and United. So anytime they kick you off the flight, you should get more than $2,000 for your delay because they're pretty, they're pretty much sitting on loop. And actually, you know, there was a woman who was um, who died because the airlines wouldn't stop when she had a medical emergency. So I'm hoping they sue her. Uh, I mean, she sues them and get as much as she can from them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you know, Ford announced that it will drop all but two of its passenger car models. Um, the yeah, Mustang I saw that. And the Focus. Now, I thought I, I thought it was a misprint, man. No, you know, they said that they're going to double down on their SUVs and pickups. But I can't remember now what are the Ford cars, but they just said mm-hmm. they're going to keep the Mustang and the Ford um, active. So, again, I don't want to tell my age, but didn't they do the Crown Victoria in the LTDs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what the LTD is, you don't know what it's like to move up the whole front seat at one time. Like, that's all yep, I'm going to say. I remember that. Oh, yeah, we had one. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what they got. All right. Google, Facebook, and now Microsoft has joined the growing list of tech companies that are banding, they're, they're banning um, realistic handgun emojis off of their site. So, you know, the um, Google said that their emoji update is going to be in their next Android update, but they're changing their actual guns to water guns. I don't know if that hmm. helps, but it's still a gun, so the message really? will still be the same. But they're changing them. So I guess this is going in line with the going against the NRA. Hmm. You know, the NRA is going to have their own emojis, but that's a whole other story. Uh, now, Amazon released its first Echo device for kids. It's called the Echo Dot Kids Edition. So here's the thing. It has parental controls and has a lot of um, child-friendly content that will cost $80. Now, I don't know about you, but you don't want your kid ordering stuff with your credit card through an Echo device. <laughs> you see something on TV? Really? They be like, really? Is that the- is that the new Ford Focus? It's like every corner town. Yeah, you don't wow. want to start that. Um, over a million U.S. children had their identity stolen in 2017. And so even more worrisome, two-thirds of those children's um, identity fraud victims were younger than eight years old. So wow. keep, your, keep your kids off social media and stop putting their first and last name and all of that other stuff. <laughs> Because, really? you know, this, there's a study, um, 5,885 apps meant for children on the Google Play Store found that half of the apps were in a, uh, improperly collecting data on kids. Damn. And many of them were wow. downloaded over 750,000 times. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, tar- targeting kids, man. right? Here we go. Yeah, man. Man. Wow. Yeah, so... um. You know, I saw we, we talked about the story a little, a little bit, but the guy who was the hero of the Waffle House incident, they said he raised over one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars for victims' families to help pay for funerals. Yeah, and and even though I'm watching really liberal people praise him for doing the right thing, um, he does have a child too, and if he would have died, would we have raised money for him? So I want to hmm. say. As far as that's concerned, GoFundMe and the Waffle House, being that they're having police incidents, um, when the white dude comes in and shoots up people, and eh, that's a little different. 
a black girl wants um, some plastic silverware, you call the police. So if the <laughs> Waffle House needs to get sued, that dude needs to get paid. And the really? woman who was dragged and dang near stripped, I didn't like even remotely um, um, knowing that story, but it was horrible. So yeah, the Waffle House. That was crazy. Yeah, they, they need something um, need something done. Now, speaking of food restaurants, you know, a drunk woman, 34, was arrested after police found her dancing on top of the bar at Applebee's <laughs> while her sister <laughs> was home alone. <laughs> wow. They charged her with two counts of child abandonment with the intent to return. I don't know what that means. And cited her for public intoxic- intoxication. She had the intent wow. to return. I that was the charge. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it was up at the Applebee's. It's like, where your mama at? I'm just going okay. <laughs> to move off from that. <laughs> oh, now, I don't know if you saw, you know, Trump's um, Fox and Friends interview. Where, yeah. Oh, that was ridiculous, wasn't it? He had a drunken outburst in that piece. He, he blacked out and said what he normally says behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But one of the things he did say that they're not really playing is he said that um, um, Iranian crowds are not yelling death to America anymore since Obama's gone. Hmm. Like he said, right. they're not as mad as as uh, at the U.S. as they did when Obama was there. Like he thinks people are scared <laughs> of him. That's a, that's bad to govern because if, you, if you're a bully, it only lasts but so long until somebody tries to knock your teeth out. So... <laughs> The Iran Supreme Leader, Ayatollah Ali Khomeini, said that his company will never yield to bullying attempts by the U.S. and urged all Muslim nations to unite against the U.S. So that don't sound like just because they wasn't burning a death to America that they like you. Because really? that was his statement after he made that statement. <laughs> wow. Uh, now, Jordan Peele, you know, the Oscar-winning screenplay writer for Get Out, Mm-hmm. He um to Twitter after Kanye's social media outburst. <laughs> he shared a picture, like Kanye put a picture of his twenty million dollars Hidden Hill homes with um his wife, and um, he said, "Do you think this looked like the sunken place?" Referring to Get Out the movie. <laughs> so here's what Peele did: the Oscar-winning screenwriter Peele retweeted that post and joked. Get it gets inspired, started writing Get Out too. Like it's like a perfect <laughs> <laughs> Now if that wasn't a shot at that was, that is funny. He's gonna oh use Kanye this time. <laughs> so so can you imagine Get Out too? He he actually is backing some politician like he don't have no sense. <laughs> That's there, Get Out. There you go. Oh my god. Oh he gets he gets into a house with some women. <laughs> with some Armenian women. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And lose his mind, and they turn one of them into a woman. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I can see that, that happening. The mo, like one turns into a woman, the other one uh, goes on a drug binge. I mean, that yeah. get out is uh, that seems too far fetched that that could really happen, but it might be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> One will never play basketball again. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, or again. <laughs> yeah. that, that get out is really is going to be horrible. Yeah. Now, nearly 80% of hair care products aimed at black women contain chemicals linked to cancer, infertility, and obesity, according to a new study. Damn. Yeah, the Silent Spring Institute in Massachusetts found that 78% of hair relaxers 
um, contain those chemicals. And past studies suggest that those chemicals used uh, as preservatives mimic estrogen and may cause cancer, weight gain, and reduce muscle mass. There are other can- there's other chemicals in them that is linked to breast cancer and ovarian cancer as well as early menopause. I don't think that's what Madam C.J. Walker had in mind when she invented that stuff. Man. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Wow. They said 11 of, 11 of those chemicals, uh, 11 contain chemicals that were banned by the EU regulators due to cancer and female infertility. But they still use it for black women here and black women wow. specific hair care products. Wow. I, I'm like the old Kanye. George Bush don't care about black people. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Roberto V05 don't care about but I don't know I can't throw out no names which must be study now um, you know newly released rapper Meek Mill spoke of um, um, humbly in this interview with um, Lester Holt after I don't know if you know the story but the Pennsylvania yeah. Supreme Court um, released him on bail and he was arrested when he was 19 years old for a crime that they eventually uh, he served time for it, I think, and then they dropped the charges in it. They pulled him on a parole violation for something that he did 10 years ago. Wow. It, it is, yeah, I know it, that story. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he said it was actually culture shock coming from a small cell back into the real world. And he said he didn't think his body adjusted up to that point because as soon as he got out, they flew him someplace and he, you know, did the bell thing at the Philadelphia 76ers game and all this other stuff so you know mm. again the, the justice system for us right yeah it is just us like Richard Pryor said oh yeah just us and, and just as an homage to our last week's show a Fresno State professor who made has, headlines last week by calling Barbara Bush an amazing racist who raised a war <laughs> criminal she wow um she was uh, she was allowed to keep her job at the university their university said because mm. you know why she wasn't lying. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you know I, I remember the hate mail or hate um, social media that I got for that, but whatever to you. Um, <laughs> Prince's heirs have sued Walgreens and the Illinois hospital that treated him um, from suffering from opioid overdose. Now the um, medical examiner or they just found in their investigation that they gave him counterfeit um, Vicodin, which had really? fentanyl in it. And they said Prince likely did not know that there was fentanyl in there. And his overdose became, um, he had an overdose because they had um, Vicodin laced um, counterfeit pills that was made to look like a genetic version of Vicodin. Mm. So. And, and by the way, they're not arresting anybody. They said that they can, um, they don't know where they came from. I think of if you went to Walgreens and got that, I think yeah. Walgreens. Time stamped and every damn thing. They should know. Yeah. So Shouldn't I think. Shouldn't be hard to figure that out. Hey, you know, you think that Prince Prince has money already. I'd be, I'd be, we're going to name Walgreens Prince Walgreens. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel sorry. I can't feel sorry for him. Wow. Now, um, a 15-year-old boy was arrested for trying to poison his mother's wine before strangling and stabbing her to death 
with the help what? of two friends aged 15 and 13. Come on. This happened in Maine. Okay, so, uh, I, I was going to say, all right, but, you know, no, can you name No, you be Maine, yeah. Maine, Vermont, Oklahoma, that, that Menendez stuff, you know, wow. I don't have to play a game of black or white, but they really mm, thought that mm, it was mm. okay to stab her. And um, and they plotted to kill her. Damn, really? Yeah. That's yep. crazy, man. Yep. That another is, uh, mother of um, 35 was convicted of killing her daughter, um, who was three, who re- was reported missing in 2011 after um, bludgeoning her to death while she was high on bath salts and then dumped her body in the woods. And that oh, happened in geez. West Virginia. Come on, and, man. Now, and we have a we have a high school teacher, and this is not a sex case, but I do have some of those. But a high school teacher, um, 28, was arrested, found with heroin on school property. She's an English teacher and a cheerleading <laughs> oh, coach geez. at Northwest Whitfield High School in Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Good the, lord. Yeah, yeah. The the um, the news is not really is really supposed to break your sense of comfort in this today. It is, my God, man. You, you would think we had a little bit more control over uh over our beings. Now, an no. Iowa man filmed himself. Iowa man, Iowa man, twenty seven, filmed himself sexually abusing a ten year old. Oh my God, man! Yeah. What is the world coming to? Tyler Jean Harris was arrested on suspicion of two counts of sexual exploitation and the minor and a minor um, after footage was passed in Ames, Iowa, where he lives. Now, again, I usually skip all these stories because they're always constant every week. There's that many stories in there. And um, Mm. by the way, a former server at the Twin Peaks restaurant. I'm not making that up. That's what it's called. Um, allegedly, <laughs> alleged that sexual harassment suit that they were forced to wear lingerie and had their bodies graded on a daily lineup and didn't have what? a door in the changing room. It's called. Oh. Okay, so although I don't believe in sexual harassment, it is called a restaurant, and so technically, I you know I would feel some kind of way with my child working in there. So, but the three servers are suing the Orlando Park, um, Illinois restaurant for sexual harassment. Wow. And they said that they were graded on their bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's, it's the mean, it's the Me Too uh, movement. Like, I'm not saying that it's not good or bad. I'm just saying that, um, you know, Hooters has been in business for who knows how long, but Hooters yeah. is not, they have good chicken wings for what I hear, but I don't think that that's their thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're all right. They're all right. They're all right. Jim. Okay. All right. Cool. No, I yeah, mean, I, right. I, I, hey, I have some friends who swore by those wings. They're all right. I had fries. <laughs> and like their wings. Was there, <laughs> I was there, but, you know. Uh, now, For, Forrest Whitaker uh, will star in an upcoming crime d- drama called The Godfather of Harlem. It is another story about Bumpy Johnson. And, um, you know, it's going to talk about Bumpy Johnson and how he kept the um, Genovese crime family. Uh, you know, he moved them out of Harlem. And also his relationship to um, El Shabazz, uh, El Haj Malik El Shabazz or Malcolm X, um, doing that political, um, doing a political rise of Malcolm. 
So a lot of people don't know he and Bumpy Johnson were really good friends. Really? So I didn't know um, that. Yeah, yeah. Bump, um, what happened is that when someone tried to assassinate, um, when the Nation of Islam, when all that heat was coming down on Malcolm and people were threatening him, he was in Harlem at some point, and Bumpy Johnson, who owned a bunch of sto- a bunch of businesses, had a shoe sign spot, and he was getting a shoe sign. Sees Malcolm, runs outside to to get him, and comes and hugs him and said, and said, "Hey, I hear you having some um, having some problems." And Malcolm told him, "No, it is okay." Blah blah blah, and and got Bumpy Johnson to lay off him. Bumpy Johnson later regretted, or you know, was said that he regretted not doing something to help Malcolm. But Malcolm said to um, a friend of his who, who told the story, who was his bodyguard at the time. He was actually a photographer, but he acted as his bodyguard at the time. Um, the three of them was in the conversation, and Malcolm turned to his friend and told him that he can't have black people killing other black people. Man. And that's why Bumpy Johnson... Yeah, that's why Bumpy Johnson didn't do anything. But he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been able to die at the Audubon. Bumpy Johnson would have shut that piece down. Malcolm, yeah, but they were actually friends. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 So Forrest Whitaker will be starring in that, and it's um the premiere date will be in 2000 and ne- will be next year, but they're gonna start shooting it um towards the end of um the year or okay ten episode series. Wow. Okay. So that's when we got cool. time for two more. Okay. Now um um Jada Pinkett. And her daughter, Willow, and her mother, um, I don't know her mom's name. I don't know. I know her last name is Bancroft. Her mother looks good, man. Ooh, her mother yeah, looks good. Yeah, Adrian, yeah. Um, Bancroft. Uh, Banfield North, um, they're starting a new talk show called The Red Table Talk, and it's going to be on Facebook Live on May 7th. And the 10-episode series will feature Jada, Willow, and Adrian and they'll be joined by friends and celebrity guests and talk about, um, explore social issues and topics that touch their family from three different generational point of views. But that will start May 7th. Um, so that should be pretty cool. Really? I'd like to check that out. Yeah, yeah, it should be pretty cool. Now, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> A woman is suing her ex-boyfriend for dumping her and trading up after winning $500,000 gambling in Atlantic City. <laughs> I don't want to just have a million, but... baby. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, we ain't waiting to go no more. We'll need to see each other. We'll need to talk. It's been real. <laughs> he, he should have called her and be like, uh, tell you my way coming home. I'm sorry, that was Harlem night. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes, they said he went, he came from Manhattan, went to uh, Atlantic City for a night of gambling. She claims that he was an avid gambler and would normally lose. So she was fronting him for a while. But the night mm-hmm. that he had his incredible winning streak at the Baccarat tables, it, oh. that netted him a half a million dollars, he pieced her out. And that's what me Dang adding man. that down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Oh, wow. And with that drove, thank you for that great story. Hey. <laughs> it's hey, new. Hey, folks, it's been a delight to serve you this morning. So we're getting to the uh, end of our show and uh, final comments. Steve, since you're hanging out with us, your final comments. I know you wanted to get on with your Cosby comments, so go ahead, Steve. 
Uh, basically, my final comment is we need to watch. I'm seeing atheism grow across the world. I, I post uh, my family as China rises economically, atheism is rising. So 20 to 50 years from now, we got to take. We got to watch the Supreme Court, make sure religious freedoms are protected. But the world is starting to start. The future starting to look clear. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm concerned about the atheism growing around the world. But God bless all you guys. Have a, have a, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. God bless you too, brother. Jerome, it's on you, my brother. Yes, sir. Well, I just want to say everybody have a good weekend. Vanessa, I am still in your crew. Uh, Mariana, I am still in your crew. I know this whole Cosby thing got everybody up in they in they in they space. We don't love Cosby. Well, I don't. So I just want to say that for the record, just to say that we need to actually understand the bigger picture sometimes. And sometimes we do have perspectives from a different picture, and nobody disagrees with you. Nobody agrees with any violence against women across the board. So with that being said, I'll see you guys next week, and tune in. All righty. And with that being said, look, get out and vote, folks. Hey, May 8th. In the great state of Indiana is our election. Folks, get out and vote. This is your local election. Get out and you, you can put your your mayors and your, your county people, your county assessors. Get these clowns out of office if you don't like them. Get out and vote. Hey, look, I'll be walking up to, to my polling place May 8th. That's how, that's, I, you know, for those who don't know it, I'm having surgery next week on my neck. So I can't drive for six weeks, but I can walk. Guess what I'm going to do May 8th? I'm going to get my big ass out and I'm going to walk and I'm going to go vote because it's that important to me. So, folks, get out and vote. It's important. So, with Jerome, with that being said, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it for, my friend? All right. Shout out to GOG. It's time for the serious side of the Jay Rouse show. <laughs> right on, brother. Well, folks, for myself, Dr. Adelia, Jerome Spree, Steve. J. Ryle, uh, Vanessa, Rich Sister, we bid you adieu, and we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 